I'm Mindy Robinson, otherwise known as Pom Pom Kitty from King of the Nerds. Now I know our show isn't on anymore, but it was three fun geek years. But you can continue to get all your geek news from the best geek podcast in Scotland, Chatterating. Check it out! Welcome to Chatterating. I'm Johnny Milne. I'm Katie Baxter. How are you doing this week, Kate? Fine, fine. Yourself? Yeah, good, good. Yeah, I, I want to start off this week with probably the biggest question of the past couple of weeks that mm-hmm. have been on my mind, which is, have you seen Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 yet? I have. Mum and I saw it the other day ah, and oh, loved it. I thought, I never thought I would love you were Mr. Really, Blue Sky more. You were really not... When it came out, you were not bothered at all. Well, I think it's because I always, whenever these films come out, I lose interest because you steal my husband away or Ian steals you away, whichever way. I think when it comes to Marvel, you've just got to assume that Ian's my husband. Yes, absolutely. So I went to see it with Mother and um, that was great. I love baby Groot. He's so cute. So it's all very good. I I love it. I saw it again this week. It's my second time. Mm -hmm. Um, And absolutely mm. love it I mean I don't want to go into too many details because I still think we should have a Marvel episode sometime soon yes. um, but it's yeah it's great it's funny mm-hmm. it's simple it's got real heart to it it does I, I think it's better than the first one really it, it improves upon from you know builds upon certain what's aspects been, yeah, yeah um, what the foundations were laid and I, I like in, in one. this one every character even mm-hmm. like the side characters yeah. get, they all get an arc Mm-hmm, they all yep. get something to do. And yeah, it's I really recommend it. My yeah. one problem with it, I don't know if you and mum mm-hmm. had a a similar thing when you saw it, but okay. Ian, Ian and I ranted. It's happened both times I saw it, but Ian and I ranted about it in the cinema the first time. Mm-hmm. Is We're now in 2017. Yes. Um, we've had nine years mm-hmm. of Marvel films. Yes. Why do people still leave when the credits start? I know, I know. And it really, like, people of all ages, too. It's not just, like, like yeah. older people who might not know or To be kids. fair, we did, because mum wasn't that bothered in her back with and I was like, I can't be bothered. Let's just go. <laughs> I'll see it on YouTube. I'm still so. going to... But I know yeah. that these things are there. Yeah. So it, it really... For, for, are you... Th- are people... Uh, obviously, yeah, mum's got bad back, but are most people, like... Are people that keen to get back to their cars? And I don't... I it really confuses me. Um, Maybe they're just uh, very astute and want to get let, let the people do their jobs to clean the theatre for the next Maybe, yeah. maybe. Um, oh, I've also had another slice of superhero-themed joy oh, this week. Very good. Which was, as you know, and as anyone who listens to this podcast knows, I am a huge mark, as they say. I'm a huge fan of the CWDC shows. Yes. Uh, so The Flash, Arrow, Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow. Um... I'm I'm a I'm a big fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I know they have flaws, but that doesn't matter to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I tend to leave them for several weeks and then binge through a few episodes, and okay. that's how I kind of tend to watch TV these days. Mm-hmm. Um, but I finally I've been binging through them lately, and mm-hmm. finally got up to this season. The Flash and Supergirl had a crossover musical episode. Mm-hmm. Okay, and. I've been looking, ever since I heard about it, I've been looking forward to it. And I was so overjoyed. It was just so much fun. Because they brought in uh, an actor called Darren Chris from Glee. Okay. 
Um, Very good. I don't know if I'd no probably... I've known by sight, they, sure. they brought in him as the character Music Meister. Okay. Um, and when you've got... Like, the, le- the lead in Arrow is Grant Gustin from Glee. Mm-hmm. The lead in Supergirl is Melissa Benoist from Glee. Mm-hmm. You've got, in their casts, Tony Award-winning from Sweeney Todd and Damn Yankees actor Victor Garber. Oh, you've yeah. got Rent's Jesse L. Martin. Mm-hmm. You've got John Barrowman. Yes. Why not make use of their talents? Make it something. Um, I did make one mistake, though. What? Which was... and I. I I always bring this up. I know I should never do this, but I always do. At the end, I went, oh, my God, that was so much fun. I loved that so much. Let's go online and see all the people that felt the same way. <laughs> Ugh. Um, the internet is such a joyless place these days. It's, yeah, um, full of bitter people. <laughs> there are so many pieces, like editorials and reviews of pe- people going, what a waste of time ruining these shows. Or an IMDb, one comment that really stood out to me was, I made an IMDb account just to give this show one star. Oh my God. Have you nothing better to do with your time? That's sad. Um, but pe- people still talk about the Buffy the Vampire Well, I was just about to say, episode. when you said musical stuff, I thought they've taken a leaf out of Buffy's yeah, book. Yeah, people still talk about the Buffy one as mm-hmm. being one of the best in Buffy's history. Mm-hmm. I felt this was the same for these shows. But, That's good. And the performances were amazing, but, you know... I'll maybe I'll just continue to be the sole bastion of positivity on the internet in these dark times. Absolutely. <laughs> what have you been up to in the past wee while? I've been catching up on Mass Effect Andromeda, yeah. which might crop up in the subject matter of today's okay. yeah, themed episode. Interesting. Okay. So yes, yes, but it's very exciting. So I'm, I'm, yeah. I'll mention more on that when we speak about it. But I'm really enjoying it and regretting Good. all my skepticism and I think people need to review and think actually it's a very good it's a very good game it's it's got There's, its flaws it does have its flaws it's got a lot of flaws yeah. but it's it's highly enjoyable I like, um, it. I like it well after that prolonged introduction mm. let's get on with the show yes. we start as always mm. with a little segment we like to call what's the chat so Katie what's the chat this week well there's a few bits and pieces kicking about so there's kicking about kicking about um, again, taking a leaf out of the Canadian's book, our sister's yeah, book. Except, a boot. <laughs> except that's more east side, I'm told. Yes, but I yeah, don't that's know. more Toronto. Yes. Or story. <laughs> I love that. Sorry. Sorry. Anyway, so you've got um, two TV shows, uh, three TV shows that are all sort of vaguely DC slash Marvel related. So mm-hmm. first up on our list is Warner Brothers TV and DC have announced Titans as the upcoming live action series, i.e. based on Teen, Teen Titans. Yeah. The cartoon from Cartoon Network and various things. Um, so debuting in 2018, not specifically said when but yeah mm-hmm. it's it's to debut next year so Excellent. that's exciting no, that'd be really good hopefully yes. um, this is one I'm excited for and people were kind of going why isn't Ryan Reynolds being taken in for this but I love this guy's energy so I'm glad they went with him and something different too uh, Donald Glover is set to voice Deadpool in an upcoming animated TV series I'm going to stop you I don't think he's voicing him oh I th- he's mm. See, I read that him, and, him and his brother, I think, or is Stephen he Glover, it? they're producing it, Fair but enough. there's no voice cast being announced yet. Ah, see, I think people have obviously done what I've done, and they've read Dom- Donald Glover in the headline and thought, why isn't baby yeah. So, regardless, even if it was him, he's pretty cool. He's, so. he's brilliant, regardless. But there's ten episodes due yeah. next year. Regardless, we're getting a Deadpool animated series. On FXX or something. F- I... F- 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 X- X. Yeah. The same people that do Archer. So, yeah, that's cool. 
And That's really awesome. Judge Dredd, don't use previous uh, experience as a sort of deterrent for you watching this, I think. Uh, Judge, Dredd, Judge Dredd, can't even say that, live action TV series is rumoured to be um, in the early stages of conceptualising, I believe. That so should be great. No network is attached to help make it, but watch this space. Why do, so. why do you say, I'm going to stop you, why do you say don't let past experience? Because I've not seen it, either of the, the ones. Well, the, yeah, the Sylvester Stallone Judge Dredd is abysmal, but, yeah, but Dredd, Dredd. I've heard with Dredd Carl is Urban good. is phenomenal. I've heard it's good, but uh, yeah. I've if they follow a similar thing than that, then they're on to a winner. So yeah, so that's exciting. Lots of TV things to look forward to. Some binge watching for you. Absolutely. Because um, that's the stuff that you like. So very much, cool. very much. So there's two, and now on to sort of trailer news. Um, the new It trailer looks horrific. Have you watched it? I didn't know there was a new one. Yeah, there's a new one that's it's still kind of teasery. So okay. it's it's only like a minute and two minutes long maximum. Yeah. It's not very long at all. And um, but we get a better look at Pennywise. So you know the bit when they cut away for before the balloon rises? Oh yeah. yeah you yeah, see yeah. the balloons in sort of like an upside down, very geometric triangle and very unnatural shape. Yeah. And you see the he's just staring at um oh I can't remember what kid which kid was looking. It's probably um Iho Silver away. And I can't remember his name. That's terrible. Yeah, you're, you're gesturing towards oh, me. Oh, and I've forgotten his I name. Forget Main character, names. and that's yeah. awful. Oh, anyway. So, I th- regardless who it is, it's one of the kids. Yeah. And he's locked right on. But who knew balloons could be so terrifying? <laughs> so it's like, don't lift the balloon, please. Well, I will make sure as soon as we stop recording this to mm. put it on the screen here. Sure. And then there's also the trailer for the new Blade Runner 2049. I thought. Or 2049. I thought it looked awesome it looks great so it's supposedly set 30 years after the original took place and harrison ford is obviously in it still well. there yeah. in some capacity is is he a robot is he not mm, who, knows? who knows is so, ryan reynolds a robot well, or it. not yeah so it's who knows? october 6th this year is when it comes out cool so that's very exciting i've got my last two bits of chat are kind of they're the same project as it were but very exciting okay. news we thought we've got so many people who are from acting backgrounds who watch this you know with our drama companies I mean, and people don't watch people this, they listen or listen to sorry it. listen unless to this. There's, yes unless I, there's cameras here we're uh, not aware of and that would be but you don't know. uber creepy and that well give it a couple of weeks and we will be you'll be will be watching us so three, hey three weeks time you will be oh. watching us on facebook everyone and we'll plug that later so and um, shameless plugs all over yeah. the place <laughs> um so Guy Ritchie, you know, he's obviously set to direct the uh, Aladdin movie. Yes. Yes, so their live adaptation. Yeah. He has put out, which I like this idea because it's like the Jungle Book in the respect that they hired someone unknown with Mowgli. And okay. yeah, yeah, so yeah. they have put out a worldwide call to open audition for the in London this week. I think mm-hmm. they're supposed to be all over the world. They're doing little auditions here and there. Okay. Um, well, they must be because apparently the audition, I've got like the address and things, which I'll say in a second, but it's from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. and they can't get through that many people unless they have several different rooms and who knows. But apparently the applicants must be available from the end of May and from the end of Sorry, I'm from August next year um, until January for filming. So that's exciting. Or no, until... Yeah, from August next year until January 2019. Yeah. There we go. For filming. So if you think you have the Aladdin look, can sing, move a bit. You don't apparently you don't have to dance totally. But yeah, act and are generally fit physically and are between the ages of 18 to 22 years old. Go for it. Or look that old. Great. Um, so yeah, it's in that... I think it's the old college building 
on the 14th. So that's Sunday, is that right? Uh, yes. yes. Yes, that's right. So, yeah, maybe we'll get to see a good unknown talent come out and emerge and become amazing. So, yeah. Who knows? Oh, that's very interesting. Okay. Yes. So related to Aladdin news, apparently, I don't know how I feel about this, but, I mean, we don't have Robin Williams, so we just have to take what we can get. Um, so nothing will be just as good as that. But uh, Will Smith apparently has been rumoured to be in talks to play the genie, but hasn't been confirmed yet. So, unsure. Mm, that, that that could work. Why don't you get Uncle Phil <laughs> instead from Fresh Prince? Um, <laughs> Fresh Prince. I get it because I don't think they should go down the Robin Williams route. No. Robin Williams worked because he just got to be Robin Williams. Yes. Um, so, if they let, you know, theoretically, and I'm not a big Will Smith fan, hmm. but theoretically, if they let Will Smith be Will Smith... Yes. And I mean, like, rappy Will Smith. I don't mean incredibly bad parent Will Smith. (laughs) Like, Um, clean rap Will Smith. Yeah, like, it's been so long since we've had a Will Smith. Remember remember back in, like, the 90s and the early noughties? But remember when he (laughs) would rap, have a rap for every single film he was in? Yes, yes. Wicked, wicked, wild, wild west. You know, all these ones. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, So good. You know, if, if they let him be that, yes, that could be fun. Yeah, well, and isn't I think it the Rock. Everything's gonna be. Everything should be the Rock. The Rock's yeah. gonna be president. Yeah, absolutely. Do you see that news? I know. I the heard. Rock yesterday said he wanted to be president, or he was considering the possibility of running for president. Uh, Why do we need people with actual might political be a values? Oh, that's loud. Sorry, might be a step up. People. I was trying to whisper in people's ears gently, but that turned into a horrible. I don't thing think you for need to whisper. He'd be a massive <laughs> yes. step up. <laughs> but yeah, so that's exciting. But who knows about um, Will Smith going back to him? Maybe being that and going back to nineties rap will yeah. would be pretty cool. But who knows? It's an interesting idea. Yeah, I yeah, I just we'll see, we'll see. I'm sure there are a lot of. I mean, the, the guy who played the genie in uh, on Broadway is a powerhouse himself. Okay. Oh, and I like Titus Andromedon. That's his character name from Kimmy Schmidt. Titus Burgess, who was the original Sebastian in Broadway when he did The Little okay. Mermaid. And he has the most amazing voice. And he would he just has the energy and the sort of bounce. So who mm-hmm. knows? Watch this space. We'll, we'll hopefully get someone who can sing and be fab and be funny and whatever. You know who should be the genie? Brian Cranston. Oh, yes, I know. Because <laughs> Brian Cranston can do anything. anything. Absolutely. N- it went from Ben Neil- Affleck to that. Neil Patrick Harris in a fat suit. Yes. Also, the thing is as well, I just feel as though I think people would be would be irked whether they, because people have spoken about it, they should just re- not re-record, but like have Robin Williams' voice just exactly the same and use the unused stuff so there's some new things in there or apparent in inverted commas new things mm. in that we haven't heard before but people would be it's like a new hope not a new hope um the other one the rogue one rogue one the yeah. one that just came out thank you um people were a bit miffed at that sort of rekindling people who are dead or just newly dead yeah and, uh, i think it was peter cushing here, here's a thought i've been having what do you think of this, Katie? But people would be peeved, I think, if they did or didn't. People so. are going to be annoyed no matter what. No matter um, what. Anyway. What yeah. do you think... I, I, was, I, I was thinking about this the other day. Yes. Since we've now got this technology... Yes. ...where we can... <laughs> plaster anyone's... Plaster anyone's yeah. face or, or like, you know, yep. youthify them as well. Yeah, absolutely. Do you think we'll get to the stage where we don't actually need actors, actors anymore? Mm-hmm. They license their look and their voice. Mm-hmm. 
yeah. Maybe. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that's a good thing. I'm saying no. that's a terrible, terrible, terrible thing. It's like but identity I, theft. Of is the, that where we're going? Might be. Well, you just need to look at video game movie tie-ins to know that some people just do not give their permission and then they have to go with someone that's completely different looking as a character model and yeah. then it's all very confusing. Like the Bourne game, did you ever play that? <laughs> that was funny. I know, I did see that and thought, mm, dear. Oh dear. So, that's all my chat. Awesome, okay. Well, on to the main topic for this week. Um, my colleagues and I were having a chat the other day about different things we've been watching. Yes. Uh, while we've been at home, TV shows, films, etc. And one of them mentioned that they rewatched Pulp Fiction. Oh, yeah. Which is grand. It's yeah. great. It's a great film. Have you seen Pulp Fiction? I like Pulp Fiction. Great film. But they then said, now don't judge me, Quentin Tarantino is he's my guilty pleasure. Wow. Which, that I don't get. Everyone has their own idea, I suppose, what, what, of what constitutes a guilty pleasure. What would you say a guilty pleasure is? Well, I would say it's something that you're maybe yourself, maybe not necessarily this, like with the Quentin Tarantino thing. That's not a guilty pleasure to me, but to them, it's a, I can't tell anyone about this. It's too embarrassing. <gasps> oh, and if, if you're fully invested in something like that, you don't want to admit it maybe as much as you'd mm-hmm. like to. Whereas you probably could gush over and over. Oh, this is amazing. That's amazing. But you feel like you can't. That's like, what I think. For example, like we're going to go into this in more de- detail. But aside from the things you are going to speak about. Yes. Like, or you know it's so bad, it's good. That's kind name of- something that's a guilty pleasure for you. I don't mean like just entertainment. I mean like in general. Oh, it could be like, I don't know, things where... Oh, having something little and silly and thinking food related ah i like crisps they're a guilty pleasure anyway because they're bad you know if you have mm-hmm. them in large volumes but i will eat a share packet all to myself like a big share packet of crisps all to myself probably in one sitting but then i will i i, I get really upset and it's so stupid it's something very autistic slash um uh unnerving an OCD about this but I have to lick my fingers like I can't oh I, yeah you I can't wash to, it yeah it's it's like a this is the f- end of the meal I'm done Mwah, fab but then if if you have to do something else or something mm. else stops you from doing that I get very upset because yeah. that's not how I feel it's finalized I, I have so too guilty kind of I have that I'm working on it um and in <laughs> fact you know what I'm not going to make this a regular thing in the podcast. Yeah. But I'm going to tell everyone I've lost seven pounds Ooh. over the past week and a half. No, you're looking not bad. in the face. Um, long may that continue. But anyway, <laughs> um, I am doing a thing. I'm not just ill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, for me, actually, a real guilty pleasure for me. Yes. Would be something like going to KFC. Yeah, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Because I know how unhealthy it is. Yeah. I know how badly made it all is. <laughs> yes. But I've always just loved it. I, I, fast food in general for me is that, I think. Yeah. Well, well, b- bizarrely, with other fast food. Like Burger King. I, with other fast food, I don't feel so bad afterwards. Yeah. KFC, I feel really guilty afterwards, <laughs> which is kind of yeah. Yeah, the thing about guilty pleasure. Um, but sorry, on to the actual discussion. The whole subject of guilty pleasures got us thinking about uh-huh. our own entertainment guilty pleasures. Yes. Uh, if my colleague was felt guilty for some reason for liking Quentin Tarantino, what are things for us? Um, now, I'll admit, I don't think I have many. Yeah, I'm the same. Because, th- because nothing that I feel particularly guilty about. Um, because, you know, I've been... I've been really open on the show about, you know, even dedicating an entire episode to my love of wrestling. Well, that's it, yeah. Of WWE. Um, yeah. Things like, I love listening to boy bands. Yes. Have done since I was a kid. Uh, things that 
things like that that people say I should be ashamed of, I'm really not. No. Not at all. You know, Backstreet Boys, Busted, Savage Garden, I love you it. You shouldn't be. I know. You shouldn't. And if, if <laughs> you don't love those things, that's fine. Yeah. You're wrong, but it's <laughs> fine. Um, anyway, we've had some time to think, Katie and I, yes. about some of our top guilty pleasures mm-hmm. in terms of film, TV and games. And Katie, would you like to start by sharing your first one you want to talk about? Of course. Well, mine is very much, and people who've seen me on Instagram will know I love a cheeky, sort of a cheeky bath. Cheeky, cheeky Nando's. A cheeky, <laughs> cheeky Nando's. I love, a, I love a bath on a Saturday because especially recently now that it's a weekly occurrence with new uploaded episodes on Netflix, I will set up the bath, sometimes start cracking open a share bag of those crisps, actually. Nice. And, uh, crisps in the bath? Well, oh, you know what's best? Oh, I have, because our toilet is right beside, I put the toilet seat down, use that you as sort of a desk. the toilet with crisps. <laughs> no, I use that as a desk for putting, the, you know, the, the, um, the lid of the yeah. toilet. Put my iPad, because bless him, Ian, I, I don't know what I did before, because Ian, my, obviously my hubby, bought me a yeah. lovely iPad for Christmas, and mm-hmm. I burst out crying because I never thought it was something I, I needed particularly, and then, because I would always watch stuff in the bath with my phone propped up against some, like, shower products or whatever to That's help precarious. keep it. Yes, yeah, so I'm a bit like, but again, it's on the toilet, so it wouldn't drop yeah. anywhere. I will sit anyway with my iPad, have a cup of tea have like a bowl of crisps or whatever. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they do fall, but I mean, Lush is full of rubbish and stuff. Sometimes you get things that have things in the bath bombs. Yeah. So it's like, ah, things are floating. It's natural. It's <laughs> fine. I might just pick up the crisps and have a nice You're juicy floating tan. in your own waist. <laughs> well, that's it. So I will sit and I will watch RuPaul's Drag Race. And okay. people who have seen me on Instagram know that I'm, oh, let's watch RuPaul's Drag Race. And I won't say too much more about things when it comes to that I, I might do a hashtag team whoever I like yeah. or whatever but um, now that season 9 is on it's a weekly occurrence I will have this bath I will probably finish those crisps but I will sit with my you know, bowl of crisps bowl, but obviously on the just reaching over watching from the edge of the bathtub yeah. ooh, watching and judging what's going on because it's such a guilty pleasure for me because I know how bad it is it's such staged bad reality TV but it's so bad it's good because okay. there's, yeah. it's basically a show that is full of cattiness, innuendos, and but in your but well, yeah, in, I, I left it. A but innuendos <laughs> that are so on the nose, they stop being innuendos and actually just vulgar and filthy. Ah, so okay. because they're very campy, sort of get get a get a bunch of catty drag queens to compete for a title, makeup that's like a, a, a it used to be a life supply of makeup, but then they increased the lump sum of money to like one hundred thousand dollars. So now it's like a year supply of makeup. Okay. So um, it sounds terrible. Um, but it's gold. It's like reality TV gold, and obviously catfights ensue. Whatever. And to quote to quote one of my favorite drag queens, who I actually saw live, who is hilarious, Bianca Del Rio. She mm-hmm. was she won season six, and from the get go, I loved her. Cause she was just so witty and quick and funny. And she, so obviously she is speaking. There's one person they have the, a spin off show aptly named untucked where they go after they've been critiqued on stage oh my god I, yeah that let, just let that clicks. set in yeah let that settle in because they say while wow. you un- while you untuck backstage and that's the name of the sort of that's their spin-off what okay. happens what's the reactions behind the scenes while they're judging and um, so while they're doing one of those episodes with bianca del rio season uh one drag queen in particular uh who is aptly named lagandra estrandra and she's a bit okay oh, come on queen 
you know tongue pops and is very like a like a caricature of what you'd expect a drag queen to be and it's not very yeah. it wears very thin very quickly and Bianca Del Rio because she was saying you came for me and I've learned so many new slang like drag slang and I'm going what did they mean by that mm. and now I know if I, coming for someone means I'm going to come for you it's like I'm going to I'm going to they say read so that's insult and mm. to come for you means you're basically attacking them in a way you're okay. verbally abusing or being a bully or whatever I'm going to come for you so <laughs> this girl did you weep she's weeping oh, did you not want or did you not come for me last night he said this guy says if I was going to come for you I won't say the swear words but I'll come to your room at night and cut your wigs up you know and then <laughs> we're drag queens in a competition the only thing worse is prison so Bianca comes out with the best comedy gold ever um, but yeah so the show itself varies from week to week there's like funny challenges a lot of them I can't say on here because they are so inappropriate, inappropriate. <laughs> one of my favourites and I will not say the name it's I'll leave it to, for people to figure out if you already know it you'll know it but they, um, it's you know the match game where people have to say like uh, drunken uh, Debbie is so drunk she puts blank in her drink or something like that and then they have to people have to match with celebrities what what the word yeah. is yeah so the game itself can be a bit boring sometimes but the and the it's very forced humor but the this is where the queens have to this is the one that everyone loves to watch and of course change the word match with something else and uh, you've got yourself people having to impersonate celebrities and I've seen people do share and it's amazing mm-hmm. and, and you, you just you look for people going oh my god I have to show you this afterwards at some point but you you see people doing really bad ones okay. and then the editing's great because you get this sort of crickets kind of you know nice. <laughs> editing it's fab so very good um, so that's probably one of my favourites but basically end of each week they have to do a runway as well so they get judged on these challenges they get judged on a runway and it sounds so awful and I'm so embarrassed to admit that I just I love it it's so bad it's like it's like the Romans and the Colosseum where it's you know and the gladiators and all this stuff because what they do is the bottom two of that week will you get a winner of the week and then you get the bottom two Mm -hmm. and they have to lip sync for their life oh yeah that sounds intense yeah so they have to and you see them all sad and sometimes wigs get ripped off and i roll my eyes and go for goodness sake because then it's the illusion is ruined you're a man get your wig back on please (laughs) Um, and they they have to basically you've rehearsed you know rupaul's very open about it they rehearse a song or they get given your this will be the song so if you think you're going to be lip syncing you see them backstage in the untucked Mm. spin-off like practicing because they're oh my god what am i going to do yeah um and so sometimes one just goes which is the norm. Sometimes he likes to, you know, RuPaul's the best at plucking at the strings of people's hearts and, oh my God, he's kept two. And, oh my God, he's got rid of both. I think that one's only happened twice. Okay. But he, he's, you sashay away or you shantay, you stay. I yeah. was waiting for you to say sashay away. That's the only thing I know from the yeah. show. So, yes. But to sort of summarise what I love about RuPaul's Drag Race. What's Shantae mean? It's like... Because Shashay... I get Sashay. Yeah, Sashay. I think it's because RuPaul did a song. Is it just because and it rhymes? Sashay. Shantae. Did, and he did a song. And right, that was okay. what it is. I can't remember what it is, but it, it, there is, a, I'm sure, a, a sort of drag slang about it. Yeah, but it's very good. Um, it's not a world I'm necessarily mm-hmm. entrenched in. <laughs> no, exactly. So, But beautiful. The thing is as well, you have to appreciate the craftsmanship that goes into their costumes. And, and mum sometimes laughs because she'll be going, they didn't make that though. That's made by the producers and blah, blah, blah. And I said, there are sewing challenges though. There's like mm. acting challenges, group challenges, singing challenges, dancing challenges. The most recent show, uh, episode, a couple of episodes, we had a person who was told 
while the two people had d- done their limps- lip sync, one who was hobbling on crutches after doing a cheerleading challenge popped their knee. Oh, no. And and what was her name? It was Eureka. She told her, come forward. So she's, oh, my God. And while the other two are sitting there crying, oh, what's happening? And she got sent home because the doctor told her she can't. She, she, I can't That's a shame. I can't possibly let you compete, but you've got an open invitation for next season. But everyone's oh, howling and crying. Yeah. It's not a nice way to go. But anyway. Send home the cripple. Absolutely. So... As I say, the best thing about it is some of the quotes and I'll stop what I'm doing and sometimes Ian will go, oh, I remember this if I'm watching it in bed and he's beside Uh and he'll, oh, I know know this. And he'll go, oh God, some of them are so stupid. So again, like I mentioned, Bianca Del Rio, who's hilarious, she says sort of very famous quotes like, not today, Satan, not today. And a lot of them I can't say because a lot of swear words in them. But uh, (laughs) I love when she goes, uh, she's got very sort of quick, dry humour and she'll be, hope you packed. (laughs) And off she goes. And very, but she's, she's actually very motherly to some of the girls and sorts their makeup. And, Mm. oh, that judge told you, you've got a cincher, you know, you've got a cincher, can't even say it, cinch your waist. So I've got a cincher if you want. I'll get you laced up, that'll be fine. So she does help out. She's not too cold and everything but then there's another person called Latrice Royale big black beautiful and he is so Aretha Franklin he's fantastic big deep voice and he doesn't change his voice for anyone it's fab so Mm. same with Bianca in a way with that deep man voice which is what makes it so funny and he says the five G's good God get a grip girl (laughs) so I thought I have to use that more often (laughs) that's funny yeah girl the shade the shade of it all and mum always rolls her eyes at oh shade what does this mean and so it's basically if you're throwing shade at someone that means you're reading them like we said you're insulting you're you're saying sort of backhanded comments it and, means you pick up the lamp and you, and you, throw, it at, you yes. throw it at them um but yes my favorite stupid quotes ever i will end on these i'm the black horse of the competition and then you, you hear the oh, person n- oh interviewing don't you mean dark horse and then they stare blankly oh yeah i guess it is that and then <laughs> what's the what's an adjective they have to create a superhero character or no it's a uh no it's a disney not a disney character like a princess character their okay. own. and they had to it was like insert ad- adjective here yeah. so she what's an adjective what's an adjective and like somebody a noun uh, and people going really trying to mm. persuade this person to come around on mm, oh wow you're a bit illiterate but anyway and then one of my favorites which ian loves this girl trying to justify sequin gown is she said she sings a song because they had to create their own lyrics for a challenge and she says a shiny sequence gown and then the guy had to stop them to go what are you saying there i think what you're trying to say is sequin gown and she went sequence like a sequin and then you see the interview later she's going a sequin is one sequence uh, two more than one sequin is sequence and she was told she, she was, didn't get she it she did not get it no. so I just love the a sequence is, and I'm watching going oh my god so there's that is just a tip tip of the iceberg with some of the quotes that people come with because it's very much oh there's a lot more stupid people out there than I thought but oh, there, it's great there are millions but yeah some some sort of bitchy characters and all sorts of exciting things but it's so bad and I know it's bad actually because you think there's things that they maybe teach that you think oh I don't think that's the best way to show sportsmanship Mm. and there's a lot of young fans these days and RuPaul's Drag Race fans sorry any of you listening but you know they are the worst 
people on the internet if you don't like a person or if you mention oh I think she was a bit down that week or she was a bit bad or I didn't like this dress they will as they say come for you they will, they come, will for come, you. come for you so they're worse than One Direction fans oh much worse wow and Justin Bieber fans put together so wow. there you go <laughs> sorry guys but we you know we are so it's very very bad and if you like someone and someone else like someone else you know like oh I like this queen no I like that queen you can't no, handle more. this ah! <laughs> so yes anyway that is my first one wow well I'm I'm going to start with a relatively little one certainly in comparison to that <laughs> yes my next one's littler don't worry and um, <laughs> and this is one it's a series of games yes okay that I honestly don't understand why I like it mm-hmm. and I've been sitting at home this week uh, in the evenings kind of I'm intrigued pondering over what it is about it that I like. Like, video... What goes into making a classic guilty pleasure video game? Mm -hmm. It's ones we tend to play when we're alone. Mm -hmm. We never like admitting we play them at all. Mm -hmm. Um, And for me, there's only one game series that fits that bill. One that, despite all of its flaws, for some reason I keep buying, I keep Mm -hmm. coming back to... I'm interested. And that's Lego games. Oh, that's interesting. Why do I buy them? I have no idea. <laughs> Some of them are better than like movie tie-in games, though. Oh yeah, but the thing is, like, these are children's games. <laughs> um, Sometimes they're the best. I have guilty, guilty pleasures, but it's hardly guilty about playing Barbie games. But they're not on this list. Okay. But, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, but they're not. These aren't great games. Mm-hmm. They, but I buy them mm-hmm. regardless. Yeah, and it's people like me that have turned them into such a huge commercial success yes because they're one of the most successful game franchises out there now mm-hmm. um absolutely at first it was just star wars mm-hmm. then you've got you got batman marvel harry potter the hobbit lord of the rings indiana jones i've just realized in my notes here i wrote indian jones that's a different <laughs> thing hey um, I'm, t- I'm telling you though i it started well before that remember the lego pc game we had where you you stop the the pizza bandit or whatever his well, name there's is lego island lego island like, but i'm, I love I'm that mainly and there's like lego stuff, dimensions yeah. and stuff now yeah. but i'm mainly speaking about the yeah the these the, these ones but uh, yeah have still you good. played any of the movie lego games the batman one i played with you once and then okay. i'm sure i played a bit of the lord of the rings one okay i think um yeah, I think I think most people. Good. I like the Batman one certainly. Yeah, most good. people have tried them at one time or another in, yes. in some capacity. But as I said, these are games that are largely aimed at children. Yes, they are. They're bright and colourful. Mm-hmm. They're laughably easy <laughs> and incredibly short. Mm-hmm. But despite Despite that length, mm-hmm. I've never completed one. Really? Because I get bored. Uh, but then I'll buy the next you'll buy one. Buy the next one. Um, <laughs> and I'm not. Like, That's just like, a bad investment. <laughs> you say they're good. I'm not. I'm not saying that they're bad necessarily. Yeah. Um, if they're bad games, I just wouldn't buy them. It's almost like Deadpool, but for pre- like preschoolers in a way, I, like nursery ch- school. <laughs> you mean in age. the sense that they break the fourth wall? Yes, and yeah. it's very, oh, the head's just fallen off, and it's, oh, it's yeah. funny, and I'm a bit like, oh, that's good, but yeah, it takes a certain kind, I suppose. And, <laughs> there, the, you know, there can be some, there can be some good fun in these games. Funny moments, like, yeah. Like, you know, th- just throwing a Lego Batarang, or, mm-hmm. you know, dicing up droids as Qui-Gon Jinn, mm-hmm. you know. The weird thing, I, I, I don't know, it's, you can just turn your brain off yeah. and just enjoy them. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, muddle away, breaking and building stuff. 
but like I say, I get bored. Um, and what's worse is, like I say, I'll keep buying them, but I'll also keep buying the DLC. Yeah. And that's the I worst know. one. Like it's terrible the, microtransactions. The latest was well, the the Marvel Lego Marvel superheroes and the Batman three. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. That I still have installed both of them on my Xbox One. I have them installed, and about six months ago, maybe. Okay. When it was like I want to play a Lego game, so when the Marvel one, it went, oh, my, oh, there's. DLC I don't have yet. There's, oh my god, there's Guardians of the Galaxy, something yeah, like that. Yeah. Downloaded them, played for ten minutes and went, that's fine. Stop. <laughs> no. And I did a similar thing with the Batman one. Oh, and I, I, I've said on this podcast how much I hate Batman versus Superman. Yeah. But logged on was like, oh, the Batman versus Superman DLC. Oh no. Let's get that. Played for about maybe an hour. Oh no. Stop. Stopped. Oh no. Um. I think one of the reasons why I might keep stopping and it's only just occurred to me right now as i'm speaking is because i am such a completionist mm-hmm. yeah but in these games it's all the little collectibles and things there's and a lot of collectibles but you can't get them the first time around oh you've no. got to like complete the game and then God. you get more coins more coins you unlock more people more people yeah and then you go back to levels where you previously didn't have the abilities okay to reach certain areas and right there's a lot of repeating. Yes. So, backtrack, um, backtrack, backtrack. But, yeah, sure enough, probably the next one will come out, whatever it's going to be, and I will probably buy it, snap it up, huddle down, play it for an hour, then wonder what the hell I'm doing <laughs> with my it. life. <laughs> and I know, I know. They, they, they will always remain on my mm-hmm. Xbox because yeah. it's something if I want to whittle away an hour. You've got it, uh-huh. Absolutely, but I don't know why they're there. No, and I don't know. I don't know what it is. So I, you know, I guess it's a guilty pleasure of mine. Yeah, no, that's it's a good one. Um, but yeah, uh, how about you? (laughs) Your next one. (laughs) Well, my next one uh, is a video game. So this is one that you probably should feel ashamed of for playing it. But I don't play it for the reasons that the majority of people who buy this game... this Call of Duty. (laughs) (laughs) You should all be ashamed. Uh, Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball 1 and 2. (laughs) (laughs) I did did wonder if you'd use this one. To set the scene to people. This is a game (laughs) that might be loosely... Yeah, it might be loosely... Softcore porn is basically what it I, is. I don't think there's might about it. That's <laughs> no. The fact the fact that in the marketing they yes. make a big deal of jiggle physics. Well, that's what I was going to say. So it's a hilarious concept. <laughs> jiggle, I just want yeah. jiggle physics. It was created. Well, that's why it's not yeah. a term that should, should be, used be used ever. <laughs> well, hilarious concept though. Bunch of girls that were originally from a fighting game, known for well endowed women fighting through the unfortunate aspect of jiggle physics and so now conned into flying to an island by one of the characters zach who uh, is a bit of a pervert himself and so there i'm ready for the next um tournament oh what are you doing here as this girl's lounging half naked in her bikini bathing suit whatever and it's oh but zach oh 
I can't believe he duped us into coming here. And then there's a second one. And now there's a third one. It's like, how often can you fall for this? Well, they just need a vacation, I suppose, from all the, the battering. All the fighting. And, well, from knocking themselves out with those, woo, dear me. <laughs> anyway, so they are now conned and, you know, it's basically to the secluded island that um, Zach has acquired through various means and mm. all the different games he always loses his money at the end and then he always gets his money who knows it's is there a story yeah little i didn't know there was an actual like <laughs> conclusion to i these. think the first one he wins at the casino and so then he oh lots of money and then it's like zach island is what it's called right aptly named zach island and then the next time he finds this mummy's tomb and then yeah it's all very mental anyway so it's a it uh, to me it's so silly and tongue in cheek. I love it. It's so I look at it with the with innocence in my eyes, or bright eyed and bushy tailed, and with a competitive spirit because I do yes. want to win. <laughs> and also every time you play volleyball, because you initially you meet up with a you know it's, it's someone like Lisa, so she's the masked one in the masked one, sorry, in Dead or Alive Four that came out with the. Um, Xbox 360. It was one of the launch titles. Okay. So she's the Mariposa, whatever it is, the butterfly, basically Luncha Libre, mysterious girl. So here's her half naked and you're, oh, that's her! All beautiful, olive skinned and she. so she's, oh, would you like to team up? And you can say yes or you can say no. And I always like playing as the character Kasumi, who's the, the redhead yeah. um, ninja, and she has a ste- like a half-sister, stepsister, whatever, who is um, sort of purple-haired, and they hate each other, and it takes a lot for them to, so I'm, I'm always, I want to get them to know each other. That, come on. <laughs> and you have to almost have I'm to, invested. you have to basically, if you don't choose Lisa initially, and she'll be your partner, you can tell her to go away, whatever. But you can win the girls over with gifts and it's almost this thing of if you see this with a man's eyes that's very misogynistic yeah. but for me it's like be my friend here's a swimsuit that's a piece of string and <laughs> um, but it annoys me though when i raise enough money and i oh they'll like that that's the most expensive swimsuit which usually means it's a bejeweled bit of string as i mentioned and when they they tell you if they threw it in the trash and i'm going what what that was i wasted so much money women i'm a women right, right? so yeah but to me um, yeah, I just think I sometimes have that very out-of-body experience where I'm very well aware that someone else is playing this with a totally different approach, you know? Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. there is a zoom function on that camera and it's a, you can make them go to a secl- Like, if there's... Basically, there's different areas of the island, there's different shops, and so you've got your, your swimsuit shop and you've got your shop where you can have, like, oh, there's a flower, there's some shoes, there's some whatever, little accessory shop mm. that you can get loads of rubbish and that... And then you can go to okay, let's let's do some volleyball because there's two people that are you know their their icons are there, so yeah. you know you can have a match. So that's great fun, and it is very much that feeling of a spike. It's so yeah, let's go, woo! So it's cool, and then you earn money obviously via that. And then there's the casino at night, which is hilarious. So if you do, if you are sort of the addicted type, you know, then that's the way to sate your your sort of addiction in a way yeah. by doing it in a way that's not going to waste your money um, so it's very exciting and then but honestly you could go right let's go here let's go there and then oh there's no one there you can click on it or you can lounge by the pool mm. and it's basically this ah they're dozing away to themselves but no woman in their right mind would be rolling around and posing the way they do <laughs> on no. their own and then with people can zoom in and it's all a bit oh I feel really guilty for watching really dirty <laughs> yeah. and then 
they improved in a way, if you will. I don't know if you call this an improvement. For some people, it might be. When you're at the pool, you can get more money by sort of doing a mini game, which is jumping across floaties on the on the pool. Oh, I remember that. And you tap it to do a small jump and then hold it to do a big jump. And mm. it takes a bit of time to get used to that. And I like that. It's a bit of a cool, interesting concept. But then there's butt battles. Which sounds gross. Oh my god. But basically, you're on a floaty in the next one, in the second game, with a girl, and you basically butt sumo, as it were. So you bash each other with your bum and, and hit them off. It's very... So it's like a cross between <laughs> softcore porn and gladiators. Yeah. yeah. So I was a bit like, oh my god, what is this game I've bought? So by the time the butt battle hit, I thought, yeah, this is really... This is probably the time to stop. <laughs> yeah, this is the time to stop. But just the fact that the songs are so... It's a nice island. It's a bit of tropical, you know, beauty to it yeah. in that way. And it's got its own little charms. And the soundtracks are ace. Like, you've got real big fish and all the... You've got, I mean, you've got Hillary Duff in the second one. I mean, who doesn't like Sweet Sixteen and think of those MTV ladies and go, I like having this song with an actual... <laughs> I'd rather have these fake ladies who are having a great time on a secluded island than think of stubborn, very spoiled 16-year-old girls having yeah. a birthday party. So that's great. But very summery feeling to it. Very holiday-esque. So that's why I like it. But uh, I'm ashamed now. Probably gone bright red for saying I'm like, oh no, I can't you believe, I've, admi- can't believe I, I've admitted it. I mean, I, I, speaking for myself, I don't know about our listeners, but I think you've done a... a, a, a yeah. Good job at justifying why you like yeah. a soft game, <laughs> a, a softcore porn game made for sixteen-year-old Japanese boys. <laughs> Absolutely, with just sixteen-year-old Japanese well, boys. I'm okay, sure okay, they do. Okay, sixteen-year-old Japanese boys and fifty-year-old Japanese men. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, bless. No. Oh, it's so good. But anyway, that's my. Well, that's certainly. I, I would say a guilty pleasure that, that I would that very. Absolutely I've, classifies as a guilty pleasure. This is my. I'm Katie, and I'm an alcoholic slash DOA extreme volleyball player. <laughs> <laughs> so this is my confession for people. <laughs> well, one. Okay, my next one. It's another thing I absolutely love. And though I don't necessarily feel guilty about it, yes. it is probably what you'd also call a guilty pleasure. Okay. I love watching terrible horror films. <laughs> yes. Bad horror films. Well, Saw was going to be, excuse me, <clears throat> Saw was going to be on that for me, I, I must admit. I, I wouldn't class Saw, I mean, Saw is a is to me a bad film. But well, all not, souls, yeah. But yeah, I wouldn't say they're like... It's probably a guilty pleasure to enjoy it. <laughs> That's why it's a guilty yeah, pleasure. Yeah. But yeah. Um, when I say bad horror films in quotes as well, I don't mean like Sharknado or whatever Eagle versus Megalodon <laughs> masterpiece that Sci-Fi Channel Octo- is, co- is making. Mega Octo, whatever his name yeah, is. I, I don't. Th- th- those are films that are made with the express purpose of being bad, like a proper B-roll mental. So movie, bad, yeah. they're good. That kind of thing. But those ones tend to rub me the wrong way. Yes. I like films that are a certain kind of bad horror films. The ones that are from directors following in Ed Wood's footsteps, that oblivious to the fact that they're not the next Orson Welles. Yes, yes. Um, mm-hmm. But they think that they, this they will be. They think it's good. Yes. And that's why I love Troll 2 so much. Have oh. you seen Troll 2 yet? Is that the one? Oh, they're oh, eating. Oh, no, they're eating her. And then and they're, they're going to eat me. me. Oh my god! I've seen that. That's it's the best. Brilliant. It's very. Lisa, you're tearing me apart, Lisa. The room is another. Per- obviously yeah. not horror film, but that's another example of an amazing oh, hey, Mark. bad <laughs> film. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's just the. Oh damn it! Oh, hey, Mark. I've not. I've not seen it. it what, what's the I've line? Not seen the, it the, all the way through. So it looks like I have cancer. 
it's something like the, there's there's an, I, I don't, I don't <laughs> it's know if so it's inappropriate to say oh well <laughs> it's brilliant it's it's, it's so brilliant. bad it's good. <laughs> you're so funny mark um <laughs> have you seen the the mashup someone's done online of um the ending of the force awakens <laughs> no not <laughs> but in but in ray's place is oh, tommy no. wiseau oh that's funny and luke skywalker <laughs> turns around and he, he turns around as he's doing the i did not i did not hit her Oh, hi, That's it. I did not. I did not hit her. Yes. <laughs> and yeah, Lucy Skywalker turns around and don't realize. Oh, oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> it's very That's funny. Good. But anyway, we're we're tangenting yes. away a bit. So your guilty horror but, movies. And Netflix has so many mm. bad horror films just lined up waiting. But for there's you to some swallow. really good ones. That's the that, thing. You have to watch them. That's why you have to watch them to find the gems that are in there. Um, did you, you see that? Sorry, I'm going to ask you about. Did you see the Circle, the Exam? And what was the other one? They were all very much of a similar ilk, like the experiment, and they're all of a, the same ilk where there's people that go into a room and they can't escape somehow. I'm not sure. But you need to watch them. They're very yeah. good. But anyway, have that, you those seen, are my amazing I, ones. Well, no, Mike, again, kind of carrying on from that, before I get into yes. the bad ones, Yes. you and Ian, and in fact, of course, everyone listening, has to watch The Invitation. Okay. It's a Netflix horror film. Well, <laughs> Maybe more... No, it's more of a thriller, I guess. I don't know how... You can't quite classify it. It's basically... <laughs> it doesn't know what it wants to be. <laughs> it's a guy who's the husband of Numi Rapace in uh, that the Prometheus. Oh, yes. The one who gets the goo in him. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. It's him. He's invited by his ex-wife... Okay. ...to a dinner party that she and her new partner... Oh, okay. Who's, um, oh my god, I've forgotten the name. Uh, this is most of what episodes. We should is, do a big mashup of us do. going, oh no. Oh no, Because then you guys will be going, it's this name! <laughs> it's the Belgian chap who's after Danny in Game of Thrones. Oh. 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 The, uh, he was, um, Dario Naharis. That is Dario, yes. Dario, yeah. That chap. Okay. The the current Darren Harris, not the old Belgian? one. I think he, he's I think he's Belgian. Because he's been in Nashville and he's got a he's got cracking accents. Th- I'm I'm certain he's Brilliant. some kind of Frenchy Belgian <gasps> Dutch. Exciting. Anyway, anyway, that's him. Yes. He's the new husband. He, this ex-wife and the new partner they invite. Okay. The chap from Prometheus. Yes. Along with a lot of their old friends. Okay. To a dinner party they're having in their new house. Ooh. But something's up. Oh no. And there's just something not right mm-hmm. and they invite their um a couple of their uh, their new friends mm. that they met at a getaway Ooh. and it is are they in a cult what's going on Ooh. and i won't spoil things i can't wait to see that but it's a very tense like the whole film yeah is so tense because you don't know i like that though that's good i think some people would say it's boring but it's really good but anyway have, well before you go on have you seen the <laughs> sorry i know we're just doing that would you rather that's a perfect guilty pleasure horror film i wasn't a fan of it <laughs> i would probably put it alongside what some of the ones i'm about to mention yes, yes. Well, i didn't that's, like it well that was one of those ones that i thought oh yeah that's okay. yeah i wondered if you would include it in that list no but yeah there, there's something really satisfying about curling up mm-hmm. and watching for example dumb teens mm. splitting up in the woods and being torn to pieces by an alien yes or 
dumb teens. You'll notice the trend. Yeah, there's a trend. Um, ignoring all the warning signs and continuing to use a Ouija board to talk to some murdered girl. Oh, God, things sick. like that. And some, but sometimes, you know, even the bad horror films can have some really effective moments. Yeah. Particularly some fun jump scares. It doesn't hurt if you get a few cliche screaming cats Mm -hmm. or a student jumping at their own reflection in the trophy cabinet at school. You know, some classic bad horror tropes. Mm -hmm. And I've watched so many bad horror films over the years. Before before I had Netflix, Mm -hmm. I've got... I I was collecting and I still have a DVD uh, folder Mm -hmm. of horror films. And I have hundreds, Mm -hmm. most of which I'd say are quite bad horror films. (laughs) But I I love popping them on every now and then. Um, But I've watched quite a few on Netflix over the past couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, Some I want to kind of mention here. Mm -hmm. There's Most Likely to Die. Oh, God. Where a group of school friends, old school friends, reunite and someone starts killing them off. In honour of their yearbook, Most Likely to Die. Oh, my God. Um, and the killer is dressed in a graduation gown. Oh, my God. With um, it's like a, a black face mask thing with lots of like tape around it. But on their head is like a, a big graduation cap. Like the mortar. Yes. Mortar, yeah. But made out of metal. Oh and at one point, they <laughs> headbutt someone and... Kill them by headbutting <gasps> them with the pyramid head does graduation. It's so funny. Ah. Any um, there's spectral, okay, which is essentially aliens meet gears of war in war torn Moldova, okay. but the aliens are invisible ghosts. Ooh. Um, well, well. There's dark skies, dead silence, the diabolical, demonic. Oh, there are a lot of D's. Mm-hmm. Um, dark skies is one. Oh my god. I w- this it's the most recent one I watched, and it's it's mm-hmm. it's not like a um, cheap film like yeah, a lot of like these an indie are. One, yeah. It's got good people in it. Mm-hmm. I what it's just it, it's it doesn't know if it wants to be a haunted house story or an alien story. Oh, it no. is an alien story. Dear dear, but it's it's really weird, strange, yeah, it's, and it's not good. Um... And then, of course, mm-hmm. you've got the Ouija experiment one mm-hmm. and two, oh, of course, which need to be seen to be believed. Really? They are... I spoke about both of them with... Well, the first one was recommended to me, ironically, by a friend of ours, Vicky. Oh, yes. Um, I watched it and then watched the second one. And the se- the first one is terrible. Mm-hmm. The second one takes the idea mm-hmm. that the first film was so successful that the actors mm-hmm. have been invited to a horror mm-hmm. um, like festival mm-hmm. and it's ghostly stuff happening quote unquote in the real world with the actors from the first one being killed off and it's okay. it's really weird so so up itself yeah oh dear um, and don't get me wrong as we said, a lot of bad horror films mm-hmm. just suck. Yes. Um, another one that stands out in the just sucking pile <laughs> is, have you heard of I Am The Pretty... Uh, one of the w- stupidest titles I've ever heard. I Am The Pretty Thing That Lives In The House. No. It's a what? film that stars... 
an actor Ruth, an actress Ruth Wilson from okay. The Affair and Jane Eyre, the BBC. Oh yes, Jane I Eyre. know. Yeah, I know her. Love um, it. It's her and Bob Balaban, who's in lots of the mm-hmm. Christopher Guest stuff, mm-hmm. and it's just bad, 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 oh, bad, like sad. really boring and poor and just bad. Oh dear, um, it's a bit like Antichrist, which with Willem Dafoe. Very pretentious. I enjoyed that. I hated it. It's, oh my god! It's really, gosh. it's not great. I, I c- come for the genital mutil- mutilation, but stay for the boring, boring film. Yeah, okay, yeah. It was um, so boring. I thought, oh, this will be interesting. There's lots of a, like a bit of torture porn. Why not? Oh Let's no, it's very get... tortury. But not not that bad. Um, I've seen worse. Come on. But oh, they did cross my legs at that scene. Oh, oh yeah, we won't oh, we won't go into oh, those. Um, sore. But for me, there is something really enjoyable about these kind of films that make them a guilty pleasure of yeah. mine just sometimes like I love a gr- I love a good horror film I love yes. a great scary story but often a bad scary story can just leave you feeling really good about yes. yourself yes indeed um, mm-hmm. and that that's what you need sometimes sometimes you just need it it's like so, a warm cup of tea <laughs> very much yes. so Kate what's your next and final one well this is something, and again, it kind of leads me on to other things related to this topic. It's kind of romances and romantic options or whatever, like fantasy things like that in video games. Particular focus on, because I'm playing it, Mass Effect yeah. and Mass Effect Andromeda. So the first trilogy and Mass Effect Andromeda and just video game romances in general. But to me, people know these things exist. It's like hearkening back to the days of when everyone tried it. I don't care who the heck you are. Everyone tried to do the Tomb Raider nude cheat. Spoiler alert, it doesn't exist. There's things like that. (laughs) Or GTA when, oh, you could pick up a prosy. And people all Mm. not able to admit it because everyone did it. Nobody said anything about it. Similarly, I just admitted this to Ian recently in The Sims and Sims 2 because you could then create generations and whatnot and have babies and you become grandparents I actually told Ian you know what I used to do this with crushes and you know you just do that you add, create add families add your name add, add their yeah, name totally. yep that's what you do and so only having recently having been married for nearly a year having just told Ian by the way you know what I was a bit of a creep and actually created families with you and me where we oh. would yeah like where there's his family our family all of us and I set us all up with people and then we go off to college together and then we, oh, romantic. Uh, yeah, so very much. That's really sweet s- and creepy. Pretty sweet and creepy. So I, d- I, I told him th- with gritted teeth, mm. through gritted teeth, because I was so, oh my God, I'm so sorry. This sounds so creepy. Please don't like divorce me because I've told you this. But he was, oh no, that's really sweet. Can, can I can I tell you a funny thing? Mm-hmm. I, a, a while ago, mm-hmm. uh, I, I hadn't played The Sims in years. Mm-hmm. And some time ago, I won't say how long ago because mm-hmm. I'm keeping the identity of the person involved in this story um, mm-hmm. a secret for them. But <laughs> some time ago, <laughs> I had uh, whatever Sims game was out at the time made myself, mm-hmm. um, just myself living by myself, um, but then ended up my character hooked up with uh-huh. the maid. Oh, yes. <laughs> and... I ended up having kids with this maid and named the kids after people we've got in our youth theatre company. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they told them they thought it was really great. <laughs> but my partner at the time... Oh, no. <laughs> got really, really peeved. <laughs> you got you had sex uh, with the maid? <laughs> it wasn't just about having... It wasn't just about sleeping with the maid. Okay. It was the fact that oh. I made 
myself and I had this family, but I didn't make her. Oh, dear. And she took it really personally. It's called fantasy for a reason. It's not even fantasy. It's a a game. It's It's, a game. Well, um, that's it. But But it's not even like it's a fantasy in a Fifty Shades of Weird kind of way. Yeah, they got really Mm. peeved about that. So I've I've done a similar thing in in a way, I guess. now the fact that I'm married... I should feel guilty about this, but I don't. Because I'll turn around to Ian and say, oh, I nearly romanced Jal, and I'll say things like that or whatever. So you can tell who I've gone for in Andromeda. In, in Mad Max so Andromeda. So basically, and Ian has now accepted this as part of me because um, <laughs> because he actually, was it last? No, two Christmases ago. So not this Christmas, but the Christmas. Yeah, last, before. Yeah, yep. before. That's all right. Yeah, I was thinking. Um, me and numbers, you know what we're like. <laughs> we're not good friends. No. Um, and... Ian had bought me, because he likes to put on our Christmas presents under the tree, he would put sort of notes and hints as to what's in them. Yes, yeah. Which is what's made me go, damn, I wish I, w- I should be more creative, not just wrap the presents. So now I try and stick to the same standard or try to do that. And it was, um, in case I'm not around, here's your boy, or was something like that, your other boyfriend. Your other boyfriend, dot, I, dot, I, dot. I remember that. So I ripped it open and it was the, is it Funk? Pop, pop, Funko Funko, thing. yeah. Of Garrus Vicarian because he was From my baby. Yeah, he was my boo, whatever, baby, boo, 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 baby, whatever. That's him. He was my. Katie has turned into R2D2 yeah. as <laughs> we sit here. <laughs> That's what Garrus does to me. No, he was just amazing in that game. I loved playing it. I never thought anyone could top Garrus. Um, but honestly, Bioware are particularly good at creating, kind of expanding on what I've said, you know, all these tongue-in-cheek things like the Tomb Raider cheats and they expand as you get a bit older into, mm-hmm. oh, there's all these games because we can do so much more than just have Pac-Man chomp up ghosts. You know, yeah. now there's a lot more invested in your characters. So Bioware are very good at building up like the tension and the relationship and a flirty nature it's like you're watching a very good sitcom and yes, you're yeah. invested and you you get that sort of that heart leap and that oh yay they're gonna kiss or whatever and you get very excited and um, so now that i'm romancing jal in andromeda and um, who has just introduced me to his family it's so such a sweet yes. moment isn't it uh, that sounds so sad to people though who don't get this like mass effect fallout whatever fallout did you romance in fallout 4 i can't remember if you could uh, vaguely because i've not got that far you can it's not it's not the same dragon age though definitely Dra- yeah, yeah. The, the bioware games do it better than anyone yeah, else yeah and i just think for me, you get that oh, sort of... Oh, the stuff of I got up to in Dragon Age oh, uh, <laughs> Origins. Oofed. Oofed. It was, was I heard about the Beast? In, was it in Inquisition? Or? That's in Inquisition, yeah. Yeah, and he's like a big, big guy. And I think, oh my gosh. Oh, he's sweet, though. <laughs> if you're, He's very gentle. I've seen Gentle Giant. I thought, that's very nice. But I, I feel like, I said to Ian, I sometimes feel like I have to not play this with you here. You have to be out of the house, <laughs> practically. Because... And that makes it sound much worse. That's yeah, because it's like cheating with a game. Well, that's it because I feel like, darling, you can't be here for this because I feel as though I will get giggly or I feel embarrassed and I have to justify. Oh, I'm only doing this option because. But he gets it. It's a game, and that's fine. But to me, I like that about Bioware. It's not just about the sort of the destination of a potential love cut to black, but not really with this game, <laughs> like I've heard, um, scene where it's, oh, you've sealed the deal and you're now in a proper relationship and, you know, it's culminated to this amazing crescendo fab. However, I think 
when it's that build up and you're oh it's exciting and oh they said this and oh they said that especially with Gareth when it was such a slow burner because he was your friend in the first one yeah I was disappointed when he was my first I went oh I suppose I'll have to kill Ashley and then romance um, thingy um, Caden oh you don't want to do that well I d- Liara was on my second go which I thought was pretty, really cool so and then obviously still Gareth has to be yeah so. but yeah I just think initially with Andromeda I was going to romance Vetra and then I met Jal, and it was like, well, all bets are off. Oh no, Jal's Jal's <laughs> devastatingly charming. He's just so charming and has a beautiful voice, and they do that very well with the characters. Now, this was <laughs> the side note from all of that. So again, it's very much a guilty pleasure, and I enjoy it very much. And I don't care who you are. I'm just I'm admitting it now. It's great fun, and you do get that. Yay! I feel like I know them, and you fought with them, and whatever. Especially by the end of Mass Effect Three with Garrus, mm-hmm. when it's oh, bye bye. He said, "I love you. This is great. Oh, I'm <laughs> off to die." And do the worst ending ever or the DLC slight improvement <laughs> still pretty bad yeah, absolutely so <laughs> this is so sad but I follow Brandon Keener on Instagram and Ooh, he, I, I follow him on Facebook but anyway oh, well I do that too but I was flicking through Instagram and he was in we this, should explain Brandon Keener oh, it's is the voice of Gareth incredible Sorry. voice actor behind so, Gareth beautiful voice actor and he's amazing and I ended up I was flicking through as you do on your stream and I went oh, where's that? And I realised who it was when I saw, oh, saw the picture, saw his head poking out the side. And then it was one of those, the way Instagram have multiple pictures in one uh, sort of post. Okay, yeah. And you yeah. can flick to the side and, oh, yes. So he was at this Blackstone Park, some some national park in North America. And mm. I thought, oh, it looks great. And then there's a picture of him practically on the edge, on his stomach, like practically reaching out. And he's terrified of heights, he said. So I just decided, because I thought, I never comment. But I went, oh, my God, all I can think of is Jenny. And I thought, is that a new Jenny? So I just went, oh, my God. I went, eek, looks scary. And then, because I, I put like at Brandon yeah. Keener, but he would still get it anyway. And then it went... Because I thought, he doesn't have that many likes. And I thought, hmm, okay. But I thought, I'm going to just put a comment and mm-hmm. see what happens. I said, oh, good for you for getting so close to the edge, though. And then this morning, I woke up to Brandon Keener likes your comment. I was, oh, my God. I was like, oh, my God. Are we going to get together? <laughs> I thought, loyalty mission complete. <laughs> I thought, I'm sad. I'm like a little fangirl here. I'm so sorry. We've totally ruined your earlobes and your earlobes, your eardrums. Sorry. Oh, my God. See the effect Garris has on me. But no, honestly, I was so excited. I was like, he's not even responded, but he's liked it. Oh, God, sorry. I'm bashing the mic as well in my in my stupor. But yeah, that I thought, I haven't told Ian because he was asleep. But at the time I left, I thought, I can't wait to tell him. I'll be like, Garris responded to my comment. I feel like I can't even tell you this because I'm just oh, starting a fair. That is hilarious. But yeah, so he's very much a lovely family man in real life. But the fact that I can say, oh, Ah, I can die happy. Gareth Vakarian liked one of my comments. <laughs> I'm such a fangirl. So. Katie is <laughs> walking, talking oh. fan fiction. Yes, absolutely. Well, let's dep- <laughs> I think you'll find whatever E.L. James or whatever stupid name is, Fifty Shades of Grey is walking, talking fan fiction. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. You're not so. quite that level yet. No. Anyway, so that was that. Was that. But um, no, I... I haven't quite got onto the JAL fan fiction, I'm afraid. Sometimes it's always just funny to see what people come up with and you're going, oh, great. Or the There's got to be fan, fan fiction out there of JAL with Squidward from <laughs> Spongebob. <laughs> Somebody said to me, though, because JAL has such a unique look. Somebody was like, he looks like a cat. And I thought, I'm not really a cat person. He's I don't think he looks cat, like a cat. Cat squid man. He's like, well, he's like a cat slash squid and like a Twi'lek. 
Twilight. Twilight. Oh, there's definitely a look of a because Twilight. Because of the, Twilight. The, the sort of the way the the not head thing. head piece goes. Yeah. But oh, to finish off on my sort of chat here and let Johnny finish off with his last guilty <laughs> pleasure. Oh my god, I about died when he comes in butt naked and then <laughs> chatting to Liam. When and he and Liam they're, strip. They're having a bit of a sort of to put it in context. You're. What one well, to both of your crew members, so Jal and then this other human, Liam, they're trying to get to know the Angara, Jal's people, better. Yeah. And then they end up, obviously, do, basically doing the things that you would be unafraid of doing when you're so close like they are and sort of trying on each other's armour. May I wear that? No, it's called this and it's for religious purposes. Oh, is that for that? And ragging on each other. Like, they're one to do. Yeah. But they, that you, they'd feel a bit uncomfortable doing sort of in a diplomatic setting. So this is their way of unwinding and getting to know the Angara people better, which is very sweet bit of bonding. And then when he leaves, you get a great bum shot. I just thought, oh, Jal's totally naked because I didn't see it on the way in. But then he's, oh, I'll see. What was he said? Was this not sanctioned or sanctioned? And he's, oh, you can't believe you said that. And off he goes, oh, nevertheless, <laughs> Ryder, as he walks past. I was just like, <laughs> oh. He, he, and I'll tell you, kid, even if you're a, so a man and you're just friends with him, <laughs> it's the way he does go, Ryder. It's. <laughs> So, ooh. I know, ooh, tingly. No, he's very cool. So I do like Jal, and we will leave it at that before okay. I get more, ah, God, yeah. it's a Jal, and I love them all. Well, <laughs> m- my last one is is probably my biggest, mm-hmm. what you'd say, guilty pleasure. And honestly, I really don't like reality TV shows in general. Yes. Uh, I think it's terrible, and yes, if like you me. do like it, any reality TV, it should only be as a guilty pleasure. <laughs> yes. With that in mind... Mm-hmm. One of my biggest guilty pleasures over the years mm-hmm. has been ghost hunting shows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, when I was young, yes. I liked Most Haunted. Yes. Um, Most Haunted, obviously, the biggest British entry into this arena. Yes. Um, but I always knew it was fake. Yes. And I, I'll, I'll caveat this. I don't know if I mentioned this when we did our ghost story and, and scary thing back at Halloween. I believe in ghosts. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to put that right out there. Katie, you believe in ghosts? Yeah, I do. We, we do. We're not crazy. And we're not mm-hmm. into all the spiritual side of things. But anyway, mm-hmm. even with that in mind, I knew Most Haunted was fake. Mm-hmm. Even long before it was actually proven to be fake. I know. Um, the, ridicu- <laughs> well, the ridiculousness of Derek Akora yep. just stunk to high heaven. Oh, I can hear the voice. My, my spirit guide is talking to what me. What was the spirit guide's name again? Was it Sam? It was what? It was something ridiculously sort of like generic. It wasn't again. It was was no Jal or whatever. It wasn't like I it was. I want to say it was like Sam or Tom or it something was, it like was Sam, that. Sam. Um, and then really, really weird. I remember the voices. But yeah, it's that sounds terrible. <laughs> don't take a sound by other people and <laughs> use it against me. No, <laughs> the voices. Um, now, a few years back, I stumbled onto Ghost Hunters. Okay. Which was okay for a while. Yeah. It's really bland and domestic. Ghost Hunters is the TAPS team, which stands for... Tra- oh, I can't remember. Mm. Um, Transatlantic Paranormal Society. I'm probably making that <laughs> up. It's something like that. Yeah, yeah. But they call themselves the TAPS team. TAPS. And it's, it's just them going around people's houses <laughs> and investigating for signs yeah. of haunting. Yeah. It's really domestic. But honestly, the pe- the pinnacle oh, no. of this genre, oh, no. Ghost Adventures, is where it's at. Oh, really? Have you ever seen Ghost Adventures, No, Katie? I haven't. No. Right. Oh, my God. 
You've totally got to. And everyone listening to this, please do too. It's so much fun. Mm-hmm. You will become addicted mm-hmm. and it will be your guilty pleasure. This is my gift to you. Okay. Let me set the scene. Okay. Ghost Adventures follows the team of Zach Bagans, mm-hmm. who I spent years calling Baggins, but it's Bagans. Bagans. Zach Bagans, Aaron Goodwin, and Nick Groff, though Nick left the Ghost Adventures okay. crew a couple of seasons ago, but yeah. he's there for, I think, like, ten seasons. Okay. Um, wow. In, in, they're up to season 12 now. Oh um, in each episode, okay. they will tour a different haunted location okay. during the day. Ah. And they'll go around with the the, the owner or the caretaker, mm-hmm. and they'll go over the place's history. And it's actually, you get, you get, get, you get a history lesson. Well, that's good. Um, they go through the place's history, talk about different hauntings that have happened there, people that have died, etc. They will interview people who say they've experienced things there. Sometimes they'll even interview like local paranormal okay. investigators right. and they'll detail some of their stuff. I like this. And they'll go over what to possibly expect in the place. And it it while doing that, one of the reasons they do it, one is to set the scene for mm-hmm. the viewer. Okay. But also it's so they can go, okay, this is a particularly bad area. Let's set up a static camera here and they yeah. go and place it, etc. So when they're there at night, you get some static shot like shots. Gosh. Um, as they walk past. Um, then when it's dark, the three of them mm-hmm. are locked into the location mm-hmm. by themselves. Okay. With just their equipment. Um, and they spend the night there in pitch black. Mm-hmm. Okay. So God. the only way... And, and they often kind of demonstrate so we can see at home. Mm-hmm. It is pitch black for them. All they can see is through the night vision... Their night vision cameras. Oh, dear. Um, it's very um, outlast. A wee bit outlast. Can you outlast the yeah. night? Um, <laughs> and they basically try and record any evidence of ghosts they can get. Mm-hmm. With they've got you know EVP things, yeah. um, d- all manner of different like scientific yeah. stuff. It's not like most haunted where they've got a psychic who will be possessed by people. <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, <laughs> and unlike most shows. One of the things they'll do, and it always amuses me so much. Oh, no. Zach does it more than any of the others. Is actually, if they know there's like an, or they've heard there's an angry spirit, they'll try and provoke it. They'll try and piss it off. Oh, for goodness sake. And it's so fun. You're like pushing people downstairs. You're like attacking people. Come and get me. I'm right here. I'm not afraid of you. Mm. And even if you don't believe in ghosts, when you're watching, you can tell they do. Yeah. It's a bit like, oh my God, don't, 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 don't Um, say that. And it's not like, again, I'm going to keep comparing it to Most Haunted. It's not like Most Haunted where it's so put on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In this, they really believe in it. Yeah. And... It's it's really endearing. Mm-hmm. Um, they're also the 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 other thing that makes it really endearing and really enjoyable is their personalities. Yes. The three of them, it, it, they're almost as much of a highlight as the spookiness in the show. That's good though. Because you've That's got what you want. you've got Zach, who I swear loves himself more than he loves the ghost. <laughs> he is quite a handsome chap. Yes. Um, then there's and I always love the the narration at the start of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, in like the opening credits it starts with i never believed in ghosts until i came face to face with one <laughs> which translated is i didn't believe in ghosts and then i did yeah. <laughs> um, but then you've got aaron who is a big bald 
burly, hairy guy, mm-hmm. but makes the be- he's like the scaredy cat. He makes oh. the best scared faces, oh. and is so. Oh my god, bro! Oh, oh dude, dude! Oh my god, something touched me! Whoa, dude! Oh, what is that? Bless, cute. Um, I like that. And then you've got Nick, who's the more rational and quiet one. Mm-hmm. And combining them makes for such an addictive combination. Yeah. Especially because the general, the general vibe of the show, mm-hmm. and and like the graphics they use and the cutaways and things like that, is quite broody, quite mm-hmm. dark. Yeah. Um. And they often, like, when they're talking about the history of a place, the producers beforehand will have, like, filmed actors in the location. So mm-hmm. you've got reenactments of, mm-hmm. like, a girl hanging herself or a guy being pushed down the stairs oh, and no. things like that. Yeah. Um, and, but despite that side of it, as you can tell by my Aaron impression, they're just yeah. bros. Yeah. And it's... They're, it's such good dumb fun and the way they bounce off each other is great I have to mention I particularly like and it happens in not all but a lot of the episodes mm-hmm. Arno gets scared mm-hmm. and or like you'll start to think he's feeling something mm-hmm. and Zach will bully him into staying in a room by oh, himself oh no my shame and it's sometimes oh. when Aaron's like no man I can't do it and Zach's like stay there stay there oh no <laughs> it's really funny so he's like oh god his hesitancy for such a big guy mm-hmm. is really cute um in terms of locations you've got so many mm-hmm. varied locations because you've got like creepy manners mm-hmm. you've got abandoned wild west towns mm-hmm, no. Transylvania even the Edinburgh vaults mm, cool um and the <laughs> they're they're, I think the entirety of their Edinburgh episode, a lot of their episodes are on YouTube. Yes. I think the entirety of the Edinburgh one is, and I cannot recommend it highly enough. I may have watched that when I was, again, doing the usual, I want to go to, the, when the next time I go to Edinburgh, we're going to the vaults. No, we're not going to the vaults after I watch this video, so I'm sure it, I've, I've seen I've been it. to the vaults. They're not, they're not actually that bad. Oh, well, if you don't uh, find them scary, then that's not too yeah. bad. It's just all these... Which one do you go for? Because <laughs> there's so many jumpy ones. Yeah, no, I went to the Mary Kings Close, which I'd rather it's go to more Mary of a Kings. history tour. But yeah. it, but anyway, when they when they do the vaults, it's so great because they, and it actually made me reevaluate when you see them interview people mm-hmm. on the American shows because mm-hmm. over here in Scotland, you look at Americans, it's like in terms of I I don't see class in America. Mm-hmm. They don't have a class system like we've got over here, obviously. No. But I kind of be like, oh, you're all one lot. Yes, um, yes. But then when they're in Edinburgh, they interview this couple who are so clearly off their heads on heroin. Oh, no. That it, you can't not burst out laughing. Yeah. So it then made me go, oh, is that the kind of people they're actually interviewing yeah. in America? And I just can't tell. To be fair, with America, I think it's... I, I just probably from watching TV and having mm. been there myself, you get sort of normal people. You might get the old, we joke about rednecks, and it's like, are they our heroin oh, yeah. addicts? Or, you know, yeah. and then you get the... Um, Oh, Miff Muffy, you know, you get the suppose, the, the yeah. Wall Street types who yeah. are... So, yes, yeah, you do get some people, but, I mean, they all look sort of... You're all the same to me, yeah. <laughs> you generic Americans. <laughs> it's mildly racist, but we just don't, don't judge no. us on that. No, But, no, the couple they interview in Edinburgh is very, very funny. Um, you've got all your classic um, ghost hunting show yes. things. You've got, like, uh, your classic ghostly orbs. You've got... 
um, some unclear EVP voices that mm. they subtitle what they think it's saying. You've got some pretty convincing stuff at other times. And loads of instant replays. They, they <laughs> love an instant replay. And underneath it all is this wonderful mix of emo and dude bro that is relentlessly <laughs> endearing. Yeah, I like that. Um, the show's crazy addictive. And I honestly couldn't recommend it highly enough as real guilty pleasure viewing that's addictive. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I like that. Um, Sounds good. Cool. With that, we've come to the end of this week's show, have we? We have. We have. Yeah. A quick update um, on our fundraising mm-hmm. for our gaming marathon in three weeks' time. Just three oh. weeks. Thanks to people's incredible mm. generosity. Oh, it's been amazing. Uh, Thank you. We've smashed our goal and are currently sitting... As, as of the start of this recording, mm-hmm. at £590. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully that number will be out of date by the time this goes live. Maybe, I know. Or uh, just, yeah, just keep donating. Please, yeah, please. head over to justgiving.com mm-hmm. and search Chatterating to donate if you haven't yet and help us raise as much money as possible. Remember, it's all for the incredible Macmillan Cancer Support. And you'll get to keep up with our fun on the date mm-hmm. when we're doing our gaming mm-hmm. marathon. You'll keep, well, I say keep up with the fun, the trauma as mm-hmm. well, <laughs> and mental suffering. That'll all be live at different points of the day mm-hmm. on our Facebook page. Again, just head over to justgiving.com, search Chatterating, and donate today. Yes. In the meantime, thank you for listening. I've been Johnny Milne. I've been Katie Baxter. Chat to you later. will inherit the earth.